Shalom everybody. We are continuing with where we left off in this amazing discourse by Rav Nossin, the Kutei Halachot, section Orachayim, the laws of Brikat Oda'ah, the blessings of giving thanks. Discourse number six. We're now completing section 22. And this point, Rav Nossin is going to reiterate again the point of the menorah, of the candles, and that's our main key to connect to the light of the tzaddikim and to draw joy into our life, whatever we may go through. And look at his wording, because Rav Nussin is very specific to show you that this is the case, what he's saying. He says like this. It's like, in a way, summarizing what we said in the last class, like reiterating it, and to bring further proofs to that point. Watch. Valken. Nismach miyad parashat mitzvat hadlakat nerot ha achar mitzvat maaseh mishkan kaniskeleel. Therefore, since the primary force, the initial force, the beginning point of the whole work in the mishkan and the temple and the tabernacle and by extension the Beit Hamikdash was the menorah, like we said in the last class. That's why the menorah was positioned right outside of the drape of the parochet, separating the Holy of Holies from the Oel Moed, from the Kodesh, from the Hechal, the antechamber, showing that this that's the goal. Its goal is to shine that light emanating from what's beyond the, the parochet, which is the Holy of Holies, the infinite light. And that's why it's positioned there. And to show that everything else is like is a, a derivative of that point, and that's the main thing to get everything else moving. All the sacrifices and the korbanot and the altar and everything are dependent on the positioning of the menorah specifically there. So Renosin points out, thus, based on what we said last the last in the last section, in the last class on this section 22, this is why immediately Renosin points out, immediately the parsha dealing with mitzvah hadlakat nerota amenorah, the the mitzvah the commandment in parsha tetzave, it starts off in lighting the candles of the menorah, is positioned right after parsha truma, like we mentioned earlier, and Avnosim brings a second proof to that also. That's parsha truma and tetzave, right after truma, where all the details of the tabernacle, all the parts of the positioning and direction of the tabernacle, first thing. Mentioned is Tetzaveh, the, the candles of the menorah. Also, he says, Rav Nosen, this is a, a common pattern found by another parsha. V'chen parshat behalot chaitanerot nismach miyad achar chanukat hamizmech. Also, parshat balatcha hanerot, parshat balatcha, is positioned in the book of Dvarim right after the inauguration of the mizbeach. Okay, same thing idea, that, that as much as you have the sacrifices and the commandments to do the sacrifices, but the initial beginning point for the light to shine, that within that they have the sacrifices, is the idea of the menorah. That's why it's, it's, it's always mentioned first. So Rav Nosen says, what does this tell us today? This is not by chance. He says, Rav Nosen, Ken. גם עתה שנחרב הבית המקדש לא נשאר לנו מכל העבודות של הבית המקדש 
כי אם בחינת אור שמן המנורה. Amazing. Therefore, even today, that the Holy Temple has been destroyed. There's nothing left. He's saying something very powerful when we, decide, we need to explain and elaborate it a little. There's nothing left from all the services of the Holy Temple, only the concept of the light of the oil of the menorah. Okay? First of all, you might ask, but one second, we were taught by reading the sacrificial portions every day, by reading the Torah, it's as if you're doing it, right? Yes, it's as if. It's speech instead of the action. But of all the actions of the Beit HaMikdash that don't exist anymore, that have ceased to exist, there is one devotion that we do, it's a doing, not just a speech, not verbal, which, which comes to represent what was being done in the temple. What is that? Rav Nosson points out. It's connected to the oil of the menorah. Where? Where do we see that? We see that in, he says, Shehu Bechinat Or Ner Chanukah. The light of the candles that we light on Chanukah are corresponding to the work, the service of lighting the candles in the, in the Beit HaMikdash. Right? It's pretty clear. The whole reason why we light candles on Chanukah is to commemorate the miracle of the lighting of the Chanukah, the oil that lasted in the, in the menorah. So we don't just recite a passage about... We don't just read Al-Anisim and that's it. We actually do something. As opposed to in our davening, which is verbal, we're doing an activity which is a halachic requirement to light Chanukah candles. Why? To commemorate the lighting of the candles in the Beit HaMikdash and the miracle associated with it. That's what we have left, he says, Rav Nosim. It's the only devotion of action that we have left. Okay? So he says, שזה בחינת שגם עתה בתוקף גלותנו אנו ממשיכים עלינו אור השמחה מהקץ האחרון. What is the idea of the light of Hanukkah? and the light of the menorah. And he mentioned this earlier. This is the idea that even this concept of lighting the candles today is that even now that we're such in such a depth of the essence of the exile. We're so much in exile. Each one, what we're going through as a nation still, Mashiach is not here. We're not yet on our land. There's such conflicts regarding the land of Israel till today. We're not settled. There's no Sanhedrin, there's no Mashiach. We're still in Galut. And then the Jewish people as a whole, the majority of Jews are still assimilated. Many Jews are intermarried. Many Jews have no clue, no connection at all to the Yiddishkeit. They have no a connection to their identity and who they really are. And then what each Jew is going through, he's trying, even those who are trying to be good people, how they're stuck in falling non-stop in their ta'avot and their desires and lusts and they have so many dead ends in life if it's in marriage problems in children problems in health problems emotional problems all these problems 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 they're all called one word it's all called galut exile okay so he says here the only thing now that we can shine into our galut is the idea of the near Hanukkah. He said that's what he's saying, that this is the idea that even today, in the essence, in the depth of the exile that we're going through, we're able to drop on ourselves the light of joy from where? What is the menorah, the Hanukkah light, lighting into our life? If you want to say it's lighting a past light, it's to commemorate the past miracle, you know, what does that do for us though? 
How can I draw from the past to the present? What's really needed, he's saying, like he said earlier, Rav Nosen, is to draw from the future to the present. Like Rav Nosen quoted earlier in this discourse from Likutei Moran Lesson 220, Reish Nun, that when Hashem wants to send a person salvation in life, it's drawn from the future redemption. The future redemption is so complete, and any miracle we have today emanates, any breakthrough a person goes through, comes from the future redemption. So Vnosin is saying something amazing now. He's saying, on one hand, right, it's one thing, it, the light of Hanukkah, like he said, is the light of the tzaddikim, but it's the light of the tzaddikim shining you simcha. What simcha? How can I be happy now if my life is falling apart, everything's upside down? I can draw simcha from the future, like we said earlier, if you remember, that if I know that in the end, everything will work out, in the end, in the end, Hashem will have His way. So if Hashem will have His way and everything will be rectified, why am I so broken now? I'm going through challenges. But if now I look at what I'm going through as just part of the picture, the whole picture, and I see the whole picture, that in the end, we'll have the last punch, the good will win, light and joy will reside, there'll be peace. So why am I fretting so much? Why do I feel so in despair? It's a difficult challenge, it's true, I admit. So what's needed is a boost to shine us light of the future joy now, to connect what I'm going through right now to the whole picture, to remember that, to see that. I need help, I need assistance. That's the light of Hanukkah, he says Rav Nassim. The light of Hanukkah is to help you connect to the future light, the future redemption, the future joy, because that's how it works. You draw joy, your key now to succeed in the present challenge is Simcha. Ah, but I can't be happy with what I'm going through, so I have to borrow the joy from the future. So the Hanukkah candles is to light this joy of the future into the present situation, in the present galut, the tokef galut that a person's going through, the exile that he's going through, to shine this light of the future simcha into the present in order to help a person overcome this challenge, to have this challenge fixed by shining this light, okay? So again, שזה בחינת שגם אתה בתוקף גלותנו, אנו ממשיכים עלינו אור השמחה מהקץ האחרון. We're drawing upon ourselves the light of the joy from the final end. The final end where there will be complete joy. בבחינת, and Rav Nosen is now recording Rabbi Nachman's lesson 24, and he mentioned this many times already earlier. What Rabbi Shua ben Hananiah, Rabbi Nachman quoting the Gemara, right, in the Bechorot, Rabbi Shua ben Hanan has said to the wise men of Athens who challenged him about who can dare enter the exchange chambers in order to elevate holiness, he'll be trapped there. And he'll be trapped in the darkness. And that's the only way to perceive the infinite light. So what did he say there? He answered them, I to you, the evil forces, Ashley will bring the Jewish people back in the future. Umoshuan will be totally destroyed. Hanizkar le'el, that was mentioned above, meaning how Rav Nosen explained this passage taken from the Kutim Moran, Rabbi Nachman's quote in the Gemara, he explained, because if you remember, Rav Nosen asked a question, Rabbi Nachman doesn't answer the question, the, the wise men of Athens, how Rabbi Nachman interprets their question, it's not answered by Rishu bin Hananiah, it's not answered by them. 
He says, you know, in time to come, you guys will bring us back and, every, and you will be totally destroyed. How does that answer the question? So Rebbe explained that that's the answer. By you connecting to the future, he said a future point. Rebbe said to the wise men of Athens, in the future, you guys are going to bring us back to Tzion, to Yerushalayim. That will be the complete redemption. You'll be totally destroyed. That's the solution. To look at the future. And that, that, what does that do to me? What does that do for me on a practical level? It brings me consolation and joy in what I'm going through. That I start, I'm laughing instead of crying. I'm laughing. Like Rabbi Akiva was laughing. And the other elders were crying when he came to the temple. He was laughing because he saw that one, redemption, one prophecy was fulfilled. So now the other one will be fulfilled with Zerat Hashem. That there's hope. Right? It's how you look at your challenge, your situation. Your, the whole thing is your perspective. That's what Rav is saying here. Your perspective in your situation is what determines how you deal with it, how you get out. How you look at the situation. You get sucked in by the worry and the worry and the darkness and the, oh my God, it's over and finished. Or do you see the, what you're going through as a little piece of a bigger puzzle, of a bigger picture? And in that way, you can handle it. Because the whole key for your success for you, seeing the solutions for your challenges, is being optimistic and positive and happy. Because when you're dark and depressed, you can't see the solution. You can't see anything. Okay? So that's what he says here. And he reminds us. <laughs> How does this work? All this through the strength of the tzaddikim. Hagdolim, the big tzaddikim. Because, again, a reminder, lighting the Hanukkah candles is basically lighting the light of the tzaddikim. Like we said, we're not about that verse, if you remember. Or tzaddikim yismach. The light of the tzaddikim, the tzaddikim have a light, which connotes the light of the Hanukkah lights that we light, the Hanukkah candles. What does it do? Yismach. It brings joy. Yismach in future tense, also referring to the future joy. Activating the future joy. Yismach will bring joy from the future to the present. Okay? That through the strength of these big tzaddikim, like we said earlier many times, that's what's activated to bring this joy of the future redemption. And through this, Rav Nosan says with such like a, a confidence, It's through this strength of the tzaddikim we shine this simcha, this light and simcha. The light and joy are, are synonymous in this case. To help you to get out of the exchange chambers, what you're going through in life, the difficulty, the challenge, we don't see clear, you see everything negative and, and bad and wrong and pain and suffering, that is called the exchange chambers because you should be happy in life. You should be happy, but the etzairah, the exchange chambers, they exchange your joy to sadness, they exchange the good to bad, everything's exchanged. So I need to get out of this. I need to get out. How do I get out? It's of simcha. Where do I draw simcha from? From the future. How do I do that? He's saying the, light, the lighting the Hanukkah candles is activating that light of the tzaddikim who shine you the simcha of the future. Amazing how everything fits in. This is the process needed while we're in exile, shining simcha from the future until we merit getting out of the exile totally okay Venizke, you have to mention a point Rav Nossin, you can track and trace uh, Rav Nossin's life, his personal life 
while he was writing this discourse. There's a, a map, if you want to say, showing the dating of Rav Nosen's discourses. What, what period in his life did he write them? When Rav Nosen wrote this discourse, it was one year before he passed away. So it was like the year Tered. 1843, 1844, he passed away the year 1844, 1845. Tara, Tafreshe. Tared, Rav Nosen, while writing this discourse, went through one difficulty after the next. The big difficulty, on, on the 10th of Tevet, in fact, he said it collapsed. And then after that, Rav Nosen's son, Dovid Svi, who was already a hunchback, already had a difficult life. His only son, a young sweet boy, passed away. And eventually his wife, who was pregnant with another child, also passed away from a mouth infection. Rav Nosen went through, while writing this, lie, this lesson, major tests of forcing him, God forbid, to try to be sad. And he was able, in these challenges, to write one of the most amazing discourses in the Kutel which is this discourse, to show that he was a true warrior. He was living when he was writing. He wasn't just writing it, but he was passing through it, and he was able to overcome the sadness and the melancholy of the challenges in life by drawing simcha from the future joy. So Rav Nosin is like telling us, this is the key, this is the pathway needed. Right, Achin until we merit leaving the exile totally with this process of drawing joy from the future. That we merit now and finally to the, to, to the joy of the future, the future joy. Okay? And then Rav Nosen does something pretty amazing here. He now quotes the Haftara read every Shabbat morning, the blessings of the Haftarah. After we read the Haftarah, there's a few blessings, about four blessings. One of them is, and it's like a, it's like a promise, and Rav Nosen is finishing up with this, because in this, this promise, this wording, it includes a few ideas that's connecting all of them. Ki b'shem kochecha nishbata lo, shelo yichbe nero leolam va'ed. That we hope for this joy of the future. Why? Because Hashem, in your holy name, you swore to him, to who? To King David, that his candle will not be extinguished. His candle will never be extinguished. With this, Rav Nosen is showing you the light of the tzaddikim is called a candle. It's represented in the candles. Where do we have candles representing the tzaddikim? The candles of Hanukkah. Rav Nosen also connects the candles of Shabbos <coughs> to the light of the tzaddikim. But in our context, we're working so much on the, on, the, on the idea of Hanukkah. He's summarizing it at this point. He went back, if you notice, he digressed. Rav now went back to the idea of Hanukkah. And he connects in it the idea of the light of the tzaddikim with the candles. The light, the, the joy that the tzaddikim are able to bring into our life to remind us of the future joy and not to give up in what we're going through. Rather to draw simcha from the future that's the key. You see, the tzaddikim, Rabbi Nachman says in one place, in Chaim Moran, the tzaddikim can't do everything. You have to put your input. You need what, a minimal, what's called itaruta diltata. In this case, in the case of the challenges that Jew goes through, he's expected to be happy. 
That's what he has to do. I, but I can't be happy. Okay. So that tzaddikim are there to shine light in your life. The light giving you clarity. A far vision of the future that is going to work out in the end. So be happy from that. And now it should be strong enough to overcome the darkness of the supposed situation which is supposedly trying to make you feel dark and miserable to shine you the light of Simcha in the present so you can have the clarity needed in order to overcome it. Because what's needed is clarity. When you have clarity, the problem does no longer exist. You can bypass it. You can bypass the challenge and the difficulty if you have clarity. But for the clarity, you need Simcha, which comes from the future. And this is what Rav is using, quoting the, ver- the verse from the blessings of Haftarah. Because Hashem, you swore to King David that his candle will never be extinguished. What does that mean? That his candle will never be extinguished forever. That that's a candle that Sadiqim are always lighting. They're always shining. You have to light it. You have to light it. The Jewish people are given the opportunity as a whole. Once a year, everybody lights Hanukkah candles in order to light the light of the tzaddikim visit Hashem.